What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. Today with me, I have a very special guest, the one and only Pat Ryan. If you don't know who Pat Ryan is, then get familiar. Pat Ryan put out a video a, a couple years ago that, in my opinion, kind of started, kind of really jump started this whole making a beat niche. Obviously, there was producers on YouTube, there was people who like music on YouTube, but I feel like once Pat put out this making a beat video um, a couple years ago, it kind of really was the beginning of this niche. And um, we talked about that. We talked about how we got into music. We talked about a lot of good stuff. This podcast could have been on, went on for a long time. It's a really good one. Um, one thing we really touched on too was kind of like the path for producers and musicians coming up on YouTube because like producers and people who make beats are kind of getting like a platform now that never existed before. It's like a very, really interesting time trying to carve out that path. And um, I don't know, we talked about that. We talked about, this is a really good one. This is a really good podcast. You guys are gonna really like this one. If for some reason you don't know who Pat Ryan is, look him up, dope videos, dope beats, puts out his own music too, super cool. And um, it's lit, that's the intro. Use the code KB podcast to get 25% off of beats and or drum kits on my website, kylebeats.com. It's lit, follow me on Instagram at kylegarvinbeats. Screenshot this podcast that you're listening to it and I will DM as many people as possible. I'll also be following a couple of you who do that as well. And that's it, without further ado, let's get into the podcast with Pat Ryan in three, two, one. Welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. Welcome to episode 12 of the Kyle Beats Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have the one and only Pat Ryan. You may know him as one of the <laughs> one of the first people to really pop off in this new era of like the speed making thing. Um, what is good, everybody? What's going on, man? Thanks dude, for coming Dude, it's awesome through. to be here. Nah, dude, thank you for inviting me. Like I, I've never done podcasts or like let alone interviews, so it's cool to be uh, doing it the first time with you. So yeah, I mean I like the podcast too because it's just it's just me and you here just fucking <laughs> talking about whatever. <laughs> There's no real format. Dude, like yeah, I feel like this like... intro is getting way too intimate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, basically, like when I have a first time guest on this podcast, and you obviously everyone's pretty much a first time guest right now. Uh -huh. um, I like to just go through the background and kind of just like where you're from, how you, how you, a little bit of how you grew up, like how did you get into music, how did you get into YouTube, and, and uh -huh. just just all that. How old are you right now, by the way? I'm 26. Yeah, same. So I'll be 27 in January, so a couple months away, dude. Time just keeps going by faster dude. and faster every year. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, it is wild. But and you're from Florida, right? Yeah, so born and raised in Miami. That's where like I'm living right now. Um, like went to school here my whole life. Um, the only time I ever moved out of Miami was once I graduated college. I graduated like December of 2015, um, and I was like applying for jobs. So I went to to college for like business marketing. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was just like, all right, well, I guess this is like what thing like what's supposed to happen you know what I mean like you go to school your whole life and once you're done you try and get jobs so yeah I was applying for like 
copywriting positions at creative agencies and stuff you know what i mean to like write advertisements yeah. you know because i was always good at like writing catchy stuff so i was like hey maybe i can like kind of tie that into like a business um you know format mm-hmm. so yeah i got out of college 2015 um and started applying to jobs and had a potential one in atlanta so i moved up to jacksonville for a year and then it just didn't work out and then that's kind of where like youtube started but we can definitely like backtrack, you know, to how I got into music before we get to that point. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I skipped straight over to like college and stuff. But where did you where did you go to college? Um, FIU, Florida International University. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah I lived so in it's... I lived in Orlando for like a year in two thousand. Oh, yeah. I don't even know two thousand sixteen. Yeah, two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. How was lived. that? It was good. I mean, my, my buddy just moved down there that I knew from back home, where is where I'm at now. And then um, I went down there. That's how I started, like, selling beats online uh-huh. was I just saw people. I saw a dude, Taz Taylor, selling beats. I've told the story yeah. a billion times, but uh-huh. I saw people were selling beats, and I was Ubering trying to make money, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. all right, I have to figure something out. And, like, yeah. I kind of had that same route. I went to college. I went to college mostly just because that's I, I played soccer and like that's what you did is you played soccer uh-huh. in college and then i was like fuck it, i like i like business i'm just gonna do business yeah did like marketing entrepreneurship fucking every class like i barely got through college took me like six years <laughs> <laughs> bro <laughs> i took the long route too I, I think i don't think i was six years but close to it i was like five yeah so it is what it is man <laughs> college sucks i wouldn't do it again if i had to so how did you like, how did you, cause you have used logic, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, I used logic. What made you like pick that up and how did you like first like find out about, did you start off with GarageBand and then? Yeah, exactly. So to kind of like backtrack before that, um, I got into music, I would say like third grade is when I started playing saxophone. Mm. Um, cause I went to like some show at my sister's middle, middle school and I saw this kid holding a saxophone and I was like I want to play that because it looked cool you know what I mean so then I like got into that and kind of just like took off from there um so was like really serious with it like through middle school through high school I went to an art school um for three and a half years um before I got kicked out <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that but I got kicked out of high school Fuck it. You can get kicked out of school and still and still succeed. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I went to an art school, which was like super intensive, man, um, for high school. And um, I guess while I was in high school, like I always wanted to, you know, because you, when you're in band and stuff, you're playing with people of all different levels. Like I took stuff real seriously and there's people who didn't take things as seriously. You know what I mean? So was I was me. like, dang. How, <laughs> yeah, I was like, was me I was like, band. yeah. I mean, like in middle school and stuff, like obviously you horse around, everybody horses around, man. Like everybody has band stories from like middle school and high school, you know, but, but like it kind of got to a point where I was like, oh, how can I like take this whole idea of like people creating music together and like, how can I play every single part? And that kind of like brought me to like look into production. And so I started watching like videos on YouTube of like Ryan Leslie was like really big. Yeah. Same shit I was into. Yeah, like I, I found his one of his videos of him in like his apartment in like Harlem. Yeah, where yeah you, you've dude, probably seen that one. I've watched that video like 150 times probably yeah, at this point. Yeah, and I was just like mesmerized. I was like, all right, I need to like get into this. 
So I got like my first MacBook. It was a 2007 MacBook Pro refurbished. So it wasn't even new. Yeah. And it had GarageBand. And so I just started like messing around with that and like started making like beats and recording vocals through the, the same USB mic that I use today to uh, to like make my videos. And um, and then I would just like play them for friends and they'd be like, yo, this is really good. And like, I didn't really know what I was doing. You know what I mean? I was just like putting sounds together and like writing whatever I thought worked. And one thing kind of led to another, you know what I mean? And and I guess that got to like where I am now. So yeah, it all started with GarageBand on a refurbished MacBook. And like, what made you want to put out that? Because I remember that first YouTube video that you put up. I remember watching uh -huh. it and like, I'm sure a lot of people have seen that. And, yeah. and it was it was just like, it was it was very just like you were just putting it up just because your friends told told you that you make good music and uh -huh. you you should record it and put it up or or whatever it was and then that shit just popped off and, and it didn't I don't know if it popped off but it has a million views now and I think it really yeah. like that was like the start of like oh shit this fucking thing's about to be like a a niche on YouTube because before yeah. that like you said like there was a lot of like beat making videos that people watched uh -huh. but there was no like there was no like community type of th there was a community but there wasn't like a there wasn't like a niche you know what i mean there yeah. wasn't a developed niche until you put that video out and then other people just started fucking um yeah it's crazy because like a lot of people tell me like oh you're the godfather of like youtube videos and honestly like that that's like really humbling to hear and, and it's cool but but i don't think anybody's ideas are 100 percent original you know what i mean like i yeah like no, like i said sure. i I watched Ryan Leslie videos and that like inspired me like so it was just a matter of like seeing what was already out there on YouTube and then like looking at what people weren't really doing and that's where I was like all right well let me let me kind of tie in like a more personal aspect where I'm like talking to people um, and kind of like breaking down what I'm doing as opposed to just like more of like a behind the scenes type of video of somebody producing in a studio you know it's yeah. not really like interacting with with the viewer so that's kind of like where what I did um, you know, and, and I had no idea, like, honestly, like I just borrowed my girlfriend's camera. That, that was when I moved <laughs> to Jacksonville. So I was living in Jacksonville for two weeks, um, out of like once I moved up there after college. Yeah. And like I said, the job didn't go through that, like literally made me move up there. Um, so I was like, I'm going crazy. Like I got to do something. You know <laughs> I mean, I was living in my grandparents' house and like, I had no friends, no social life, nothing. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to record something. And you know, I did some research, like looked at what was on YouTube, kind of looked into like SEO and metadata and how like the YouTube search engine works. And I, did, I just pressed record, like edited it on on um, iMovie, which is like, you know, the, yeah, like yeah. the stock Classic. editing software. <laughs> yeah. On Max and pressed it post, like shared it. And just I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to post one next week and then I'll post one the week after. Like I didn't I was not worried about views or anything, you know. Yeah. And then after a month, I was like, dang, I'm starting to get like some subscribers like this is pretty crazy. And then a couple months down the road, it's like, dude, I was getting like thousands of subscribers a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and I was like, is this how it works? You know what I mean? Like I had no previous <laughs> experience with YouTube. So Damn, YouTube's I, hell easy. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was normal. And and honestly, that was kind of like a downfall for me because I took it for granted. Like after my first few videos, I started getting a lot of views. Like <laughs> I went to Peru for like over a week, went <laughs> to Machu Picchu and like I wasn't posting at that time, you know what I mean? Because I was out of town. And yeah. then I just thought when I got back, it was way harder to like build that momentum again. So yeah consistency is like definitely huge on youtube yeah well it's strange being that like it's strange when you're it's it's like a weird place when you're um doing things that no one's ever really done before because people are familiar with music producing making beats like people have seen that stuff but it's yeah like we're kind of it's like the the niche is still being built right now it's still uh-huh. i think it's still like kind of small if you look at like other big things to, to the point where it's like now it's like producers are producers people who produce and make videos on it are kind of getting like kind of making their own way and trying to figure out what they want to do with this um yeah i was saying this before like if if you're a producer now like and you have all these youtube subscribers and, and all this following like are you gonna sit in the studio with this up-and-coming rapper when you have more you're making more money, you're, you're getting more views, you're creating, you have more of a brand created. Um, it's almost like trying to, when you're trying to find the way, it's very hard because no one's ever done anything like that before. Um, yeah, it's difficult, man. I mean, I feel like even though there's way more channels like kind of following this format um, from when I started, like there's still a lot of like gray areas that haven't been explored, you know what I mean? Like 100%. I'll tell people like even something as simple as like translating your your like write out your closed captions for your videos and then get them translated to like Japanese and other languages you know what I mean like then you're gonna be pulling in viewers from like all over the world whereas like right now you know I would say like 90% or like at least 85% of my viewers are are from the US you know or and then and then if they're not it's because they speak English you know yeah yeah Um, so there's so many different things like you could do to to just like build on top of like what you already have is it's endless dude i mean the internet like literally is endless yeah i go so i feel like i go fucking crazy trying to fi- trying to figure it out trying to figure out like what's the next fucking move because like yeah. i'm in i'm in braintree right now braintree all right fucking there's my location again i'm in boston massachusetts right now <laughs> like <laughs> um my my mom i don't know if you know my mom got cancer like a year and a half ago and that like sorry to hear that yeah no problem thanks man um it was like pretty bad like stage four brain cancer to the point where like i i i was working from home at the time like selling beats i was selling beats for about like eight months and i was making like it was a hustle i was just doing it through instagram like as a salesman like it was Uh a hustle but i was making like i was averaging at the end of it all before youtube like a thousand bucks a week just just straight off selling beats and like hustling on instagram Dude, that and is awesome. <laughs> so I was able to stay at home and, you know, like, and fucking take care of her when no one else could. Um, yeah. And, like, obviously, my, my, I have a sister. She's a nurse, so she's here all the time. But, like, uh-huh. where the fuck was I going with that? It, it's just, like, this thing, like, where now I've been doing it for a year and a half. I, I can't. I'm not going to leave here. She, she still needs help when my sister works and no one else is here. And uh-huh. so it's like to the point where I'm like, fuck, like running out of ideas for videos. Like I want to do yeah. so much other shit and I want to yeah. put out music and I want to like collaborate with people and like 
get my own place where I can record in other places than this makeshift studio that I built. And yeah, uh, yeah it's like a weird, like, <laughs> it's like a weird route. Like sometimes you go fucking insane trying to figure out. Like, dude, I feel you. Um, honestly, like just hearing that, dude, it, it's like, it's, it's crazy because like me, I, I, like I, what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like I'm home all the time. Like I don't really have that much of a social life and like that wears on me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of people ask me that too. Like when I'll do consultations or like, how do you, you know, like it seems like YouTube and, and like being a producer, like at, from home is kind of like a lonely, like route, you know? <laughs> and it definitely like can be like a hundred percent. Like I talk to my dog more than I talk to people. You <laughs> know what I mean? So, you know, like it, it's crazy, man. Cause like everybody's got their own struggles and, and like the amazing thing is like, what we're able to do regardless of that, you know? Um, yeah. and like, like make things happen, you know? Um, I don't know that that was like a crazy story, man. <laughs> like what you just told me, like, <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like, cause like I have a lot of passion for like making videos too. Like, uh -huh. um, like I was doing, I was actually living before like beat started selling, like after those couple of years of college, like I graduated, <laughs> I graduated 2015, but I don't know. I was taking online classes from 2014 to like the next like year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, so like I pretty much graduated 2014, left college. You know, I was like in and out of like startup companies and trying to do all this other shit. Everyone's fucking heard the story before. But like <laughs> um, before that, I was doing like I was like hustling, like making music videos and stuff. And yeah, and just like super. Cre I was editing videos since I was in like middle school and shit. So I have like this huge like like aspiration to make dope videos too. Cause the music is always going to be there. I'm always gonna have a passion for that, but like yeah. the videos is what, is what makes it grow and makes like the Kyle beats brand grow. So I feel like when I get, when I get suffocated for like a video and I like can't think of any more ideas and I'm like still here and like in a boring ass town, I want to collaborate with people. Sometimes it's like super, just like, I feel like because I'm in that mode right now and I have to film a video today, and I'm just like yeah. trying to figure it out that I'm like thinking about it, but. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. It, it, it gets really tough, especially when like, at least for me, you know, like I've never really jumped into like exploring the different ways of like filming. You know what I mean? Like I've always just set up my camera like and pressed record. Like, yeah, yeah. I've never really like gotten too creative on, on that side. So, um, I mean, I guess that's a way to like switch it up and make things more interesting like i probably should look into that but well it's because like i i kind of just i've always just wanted to have a youtube channel like i was always mm -hmm. making like videos when i was super young just like editing different videos together and honestly like i started making when i once i started making beats i was like all right here's like i was i i played a lot of soccer i was good at like juggling a soccer ball i made uh -huh. so many fucking juggling videos and put them on youtube <laughs> that nobody yeah. saw and like once I started making beats, I was always interested. I thought the beat making videos were so dope. Like you were saying, the Ryan Leslie one, like Hit Boy had uh -huh. a couple cool ones and like yeah. other random producers and shit. But like, I was like, all right, this is sick. I'm gonna make videos about this. And and I never thought it was really possible to make a living either selling beats or making videos about beats. So it was just like every once in a while I'd make a video, every once in a while I'd upload a beat and like, I just did it for fun and slowly and surely like got a little bit better, but didn't really concentrate on it because I didn't think it made money. And uh -huh. then, um, once I saw people were making money, 
I fucking went all in on the beat sales. And then yeah. once I saw like people starting to get a niche starting to be built in the YouTube scene, I went all in on the videos. What do you think like was a major factor in, in you growing your channel? Like where did you see like a lot of like growth? Um, what were you doing? I think, I think when I stopped fucking, I remember I was watching your videos um, or it was like really early on. So you, you didn't, it was like right when you started going and uh-huh. I was, and I was trying to make some, I was trying to make a video and I kind of like was afraid to be in front of the camera <laughs> and afraid yeah. to see how I sounded. <laughs> Dude, and, I feel you. And didn't really know what the fuck. I do this thing where I'm trying to create and I don't know where it's going and I just kind of just stare off into the fucking distance and it was uh-huh. just a lot of that just like what the fuck am I what am I what do I want to do right now like how do I want to uh-huh. sh- how do I want to shape this and then I was looking at a lot of other YouTubers and obviously getting over the fear of seeing what you sounded like and what you look like and now I know every single thing I do <laughs> like yeah <laughs> every single tendency you have everything you do yeah. like I've been filming so many fucking videos so I yeah, got after over doing it after doing it so long dude yeah. like people will point out everything so <laughs> a big part of it is, was when I got over that and another big part of it was when I kind of shaped it to a video that was 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 like I don't know good enough like that I thought because like almost it almost needed to have something more to it than just making a beat I felt like to to for people to enjoy I wanted to do something different too yeah so I was looking at other youtubers and I was I was literally I have them in my like in notebooks just like writing down all right this youtuber he's a fitness guy his videos are him going to the gym him showing what he eats him doing this and it was just all stuff around fitness that like mm-hmm. he implemented into the videos. So then I was trying to figure out like where I wanted to go. Like what do producers do? They, yeah. and I wrote down, it was like, they make beats. They listen, they listen to them in the car. They like do, you know what I'm saying? Like just like what uh-huh. producers do and try to shape that into a video. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do an intro. I'm going to sh- talk about me making the beat, make a beat with a bunch of cool angles at the end. I'm going to show the final beat. And then, and then once I figured that out and stopped being afraid to be in front of camera, and then started posting like every single day for like a week. That's when they started to get more traction. I feel you. I, I think that's that's huge is like just being you. You know what I yeah. mean? Like from the start, like the reason I started is because I, I really did not care what people thought, you know? Yeah. Like it just didn't matter to me, you know? Cause especially when you're doing something that, that people haven't really like explored, you're going to get criticism. You know what I mean? Cause like, people are going to be like, Oh, what is this? Or like, you know, people are always, um, like resistant, I guess, to something that's new and different. Mm-hmm. So I went into it just like not caring. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm not even going to read comments. Like from my very first video, I was like, I was like, forget that. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, eventually I started reading comments and, and like, I don't know, man, I just feel like people who are willing to put themselves in it, like out there on a platform and just be like a hundred percent transparent, like honest who they are. Um, they're like in a different wavelength. You know what I mean? Like yeah. their mindset, you, you have to be because all the people who are willing to sit there and like write out shitty comments, just like shitting on you are, are like, you know, they're not at that level. You know what do I mean? You, like do intellectually. That, do you think that that's a reason why you see yourself like, spending a lot of time alone with your dog <laughs> because like <laughs> because all everyone else is like isn't on that level around you 
No, no, definitely not. Like I, I have friends who like, I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends that I do have are like, I make sure that those relationships, like they're very fulfilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't feel the need to have a whole bunch of people who are just kind of like acquaintances or something like around me. Um, because I, I don't really like small talk. You know what I mean? Like I like things that have meaning. So that being said, like when it came to like YouTube comments and people talking shit and stuff, like especially in the beginning, dude, like I, like I had one kid from the very first video. <laughs> it's always it's funny because he, <laughs> yeah, he was like subscribed to and he would just write trash, like just straight up trash, like in every video. <laughs> and he, it's funny because this is when I had zero uh, subscribers, um, like when I first posted. So like obviously the first couple comments I'm going to read, you know, um, and he was one of them and he had like, I think like 12,000 subscribers or something. And he made beats. He would just post videos of like straight beats. Like it wasn't him making it. It was just like he would upload the yeah, audio yeah. file of the beat, you know, with like a picture. Yeah. Um, and he had like 12,000 subscribers or something like that. Um, so I was like, dang, is are my videos really trash? You know what I mean? Because I'm looking at somebody who has like, there's this number <laughs> attached to their name and here's me with like zero. So like you start to doubt yourself. And I was like, nah, nah, this is not trash. So like I kept going, you know what I mean? And then like within a month i was at like twenty five thousand subscribers or something like that and he's still at like 12 so i was like and he's still commenting trash like on all my videos <laughs> so i was like all right i'm gonna respond so i like just straight up told him like look you make pretty good music and it's sad that like you're willing to take time out of your day to like talk shit to somebody else where you could be putting that towards yourself and like your own growth you know what i mean and i was like it's pro that's probably the reason why I'm at 25,000 and you're stuck at 12, which is where you were right when I started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like, and, it's like most likely it's just like, I feel like a lot of people's like first opinions just come out on fucking on social media and on YouTube and shit. It's like yeah, their first that, thought that comes to their head. Just, and that's what I'm saying. Like, especially when it's like a new territory, you're going to get people who are resistant to it. You know what I mean? Especially if it's kind of in a, in an area that like people were posting, you know, those beat videos on YouTube before I started my channel, you know what I mean? So like there was already producers on YouTube, but just not really going into like going the route that I was trying to go. So obviously I was getting those people like as viewers and, and, and you know, there's always going to be people who are, you know, think that they're, they're the shit, you know what I mean? And that they're the best. So yeah. So I, I told them straight up, I was like, look, I'm going to pin this comment to help you get traffic to your channel. You know, so so maybe it'll help you your your own growth. And right, like he didn't say anything. He just deleted his comment and that was it. You know? So it's just like it goes to show like the level of intellect that you deal with, especially on the internet, because there's all sorts of people. Um and that's kinda how I continued with my channel. Like I usually would never respond to people, but if I did, it would be something like in that way, you know what I mean? It's not me shit trying to shit on them back. It's just like opening their eyes to like how things really are. And eventually, like, I hardly get anybody talking shit anymore, I think, just because, like, people don't bother, you know, because I don't interact with it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when you interact with it, it gets a lot of views, though. <laughs> true, true. I mean, there's definitely, like, that side of it. people just keep fucking arguing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at, like, like pop culture, man. That's, like, built off of, yeah. like, that's beef, you know what I mean? That's what happened with a video I posted, like, three weeks ago or something. It was fixing one of my subscribers beat and i try uh -huh. to just flex super hard and like just added so many fucking sounds and completely just remixed the whole beat and changed uh -huh. the whole thing 
and there was this huge argument about it and I like commented something back and then I just looked at the video and just kept getting views and I looked at the thing and there's like a, a fucking 30 comment thread on every single comment just <laughs> arguing back and forth about like what happened because it was like 50-50 in the comments I don't know uh-huh. if it was 50-50 but it was like it seemed like it was 50-50 in the comments of like people really fucking liked it and then people really didn't like it um, yeah but yeah it, it made it made it for a lot of views so <laughs> it's funny man maybe like I, I honestly feel like I'm just an old soul and I don't have time for that <laughs> so it's just like like I try and avoid anything that like kind of goes in that direction it's because people are disconnected too from it people are people people there's like a disconnect still on the internet and there's a disconnect and there's like a whatever your first thought is about someone just fucking turns into text and gets submitted people don't understand that like that like that the creator with a million subscribers or whatever actually sees that comment and fucking yeah i have a really good idea for like if i ever wanted to make some long randomly make some long form video just about like the kid that goes throughout his day like in college or whatever like just showing his day showing his whole day and then he's sitting down watching the game like about to play xbox and he sees a video leaves a quick comment and goes and plays xbox and forgets about it and then it's like the the other side, the creator is just like up all night editing this video, tweaking it, telling his friends about it. His whole life is this one video he's putting out today. He posts yeah. it and reads every single comment. But like the person who commented probably already forgot about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, Dude, it's like a disconnect. I mean, that's, yeah, it's so true. I, I Like people, I feel like watch, you know, like YouTube videos and just look at this person as like, you know, they're just staring at the screen. You know what I mean? Like there isn't, they don't like go too far in, in depth with it. And I guess that's why I try always. And like, I try to be like very honest and upfront in my videos, like, because there's definitely people who make videos who like feel like you have to have this facade on YouTube to like, you know, entertain and stuff like that. Um, and I think that's when you start to attract that sort of audience. You know, um, like people who aren't necessarily invested in you as a person, but just like whether they're entertained or not, you know, and that's all they really care about. Like they don't care about the creator. (laughs) Um, So I try and always like just be real with like the people who are subscribed to me, because if those are the subscribers that I'm getting who value that, then that's going to be, you know, the dynamic of like the community that's on my channel, you know, Mm -hmm. so but anyways, <laughs> what's, what's your just, what's your plan moving forward with like your YouTube channel and like your whole thing? Because because that first single you put out, Goldfish, did really well, right? It was like yeah. hundred thousand Spotify views in like a month or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, some something like that. Well, I I think after a month, um, it was up there. It was up on Spotify and like the other platforms mm-hmm. for for a month or so, and then after a month. There was one day to the next where I saw the the plays go from like, like you know a, maybe like a thousand plays in a day up to like eight thousand plays, and then it was like sixteen thousand plays and like twenty five thousand plays like you know a, in a day. Damn. And I was like, dang, like what's going on? Like, and that was like the very first track I put out, so I didn't really have experience with like Spotify playlists and and like really knowing what that was, um, and I didn't promote it like like pay for promotion from any company who like was doing that. Mm -hmm. It it was all just like 
I think just like my audience on YouTube and I was like, oh, this is like, you know, his first track. Let's see what it is. And I guess that like I built the hype that way, you know, um, and yeah, it like took off. I think now like I don't know how many plays it has on spot on Spotify now over a million, like one point really one point one. Yeah. On Spotify. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I think that's like honestly, like I'm very interested in that. Like I, I made I made a bunch of like I'm making music, I should say. I don't really have it out, but like I was uh-huh. always mumbling over my beats and people were saying yeah. that I should make songs out of it. So uh-huh. like I feel like that's that's a route that obviously like a lot of producers took in the world like you know what i mean but obviously not this new route because like a lot of producers like russ is originally a producer dr dre uh-huh. is a producer fucking g easy started as a producer like all these all these um people who are now like well-known artists started yeah. as producers but i mean i think that's definitely a route for people who have the ability to put out songs is to use this youtube platform to you know i feel like I'm yeah definitely interested in that yeah i mean like I was kind of the same way. Like I would always hear like rhythms for vocals when yeah. I'm making my beats. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I would, I would let other people like, you know, rap on my beats and stuff. And I'm like, dang, that's not like the delivery that I want, you know? Um, 100%. Yeah. So I was just like, well, like, should I try doing this? And then I just started messing around and then it just kind of became like, all right, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to develop a sound, you know? Um, and like, just go, go in on it. And that's kind of what happened. And yeah, so like it was crazy because th- that, that track Goldfish started out as like a YouTube video, you know, and I got yeah. so many people um, saying, oh, release this as a full track, like release it. So I'm like, all right, I got to listen to to the people, you know? Yeah. Um, so so <laughs> I went up to people. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. They'll help you and they'll exactly. kill you. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I arranged it like, like, finished like producing it and then i went up to atlanta this is still when i was living in jacksonville at my grandparents house i went to atlanta um to record with drock like my boy drock he's like dude i've known him from school like like for a long time mm-hmm. and he lives out there so shout out to drock um he's like my brother so i went up to atlanta um like drove out there and just recorded we recorded like i think i was there for like three or four days and we recorded about like four or five tracks um, but goldfish was the only one that like we planned and the rest was just on the spot. Um, so we knocked that out and then like released it when I got back, I think I released it, um, in September, September of 2017 and maybe mm-hmm. it was November, something like that. And then I was just like, all right, we'll see what happens. And it's funny. Cause like my first YouTube video, I had the same, like, like feelings about it i was like i'm just gonna press post and see what happens yeah and i took off and then my first song like same thing happened like i don't know and, and then like it's crazy because having that happen like it's hard for me to like you know obviously you're gonna want to outdo yourself like with everything you put out you know and like just keep one up upping yourself like you know just see the growth so when those were like the reactions to like the initial like video i put out initial song i put out i'm like damn like how can i grow from here you yeah know? And like no other song that I've put out, like, you know, for granted, I haven't released that many, um, but no other song has like reached that level. Um, So it's crazy, man. Like, it's all just trial and error. Like, I think with like everything that, you know, whether you're an artist or a producer and and you're putting stuff out on the internet, it's just like, you gotta put any like doubts aside and just like, if you feel like you, you have something that's of quality and like can create value for people then just press post and then just like 
just keep doing that and like ignore what people say initially. Yeah, I think it's I think it's important to like for me. I feel like when I do something brand new, like a lot of the like sometimes it just hits and it's brand new and like that's what people want. Yeah, like something that something like you said, like putting out a song like and just you just wanted to post it like that excites you at the time and most likely the people that follow you it's going to excite too like oh shit he's putting out a song right. and just yeah just like stuff like that is important to like continue to 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 do it to like excite yourself and create new things and um and sometimes you're going to miss and people aren't going to understand it and you're going to look back and be like damn that was a random idea but like right. other times it hits and then you keep going and but yeah just yeah dude keep challenging i mean yourself like it only takes like one idea to work you know what i mean and, yeah. and the more the more that you just create and put out like you might have 10 bad ideas in a row you know um but you got those out of the way and you made room to like think of more you know what i mean so that that's kind of the way that i see it is like just just make like beats make videos make music whatever it is and if it's a bad idea, then you're getting it out of your head and you're done with it. You know, now you move on to the next thing and then you make room like within like your, you know, your soul and within like your mind to like, just move on. And the next thing you move on to could be great. And something too, like some of my favorite songs by big artists are songs that nobody knows. <laughs> like mm-hmm. my favorite g Easy song is called the day it all changed and nobody knows uh-huh. that song it's like not mainstream or anything and i notice that too when i get dms it's like some of the, there's people that will comment and be like oh dude this is my favorite video bro like yeah where where's the beat from this video and i look i click on the video the link that they sent me and it's like a video from a year ago that has four thousand views and like I, I don't even like it <laughs> and i don't like yeah. the beat i don't like the song or or like i don't like the video or anything and it's just dude, some, same yeah I mean, that's, that's one thing you also got to, you know, take into consideration is that like everybody has different like tastes and preferences. So you might make something that you don't like, but somebody else, like whatever they might be going through at that time or like whatever stage they're in, like it just like spoke to them, you know, and, and that's just how things work. (laughs) Do you think you, what do you, what do you like better? Do you like the, the process of making a beat better or do you like the process of turning that beat into like a song honestly like when it comes to turning a beat into a song like i I still have a lot of work to do um because like i'm i'm like a perfectionist you know what i mean and like i still like i feel like i still need to work on like my arrangements and stuff um you know so that they're just more fluid i guess and not so the, the way you like arrange the whole song yeah exactly like like I, like how I break it down and stuff in like different yeah. sections of the yeah. song. Um, and I feel like when I'm just making beats, it's like easier to like arrange something. But then when I'm like actually trying to put vocals over it, then it's like tough because like you don't want, like I want the structure to like speak to people. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't want it to just be like monotonous throughout the whole track. Um, so it's tough. I mean, I think what's more rewarding for me at the end of the day is like making it an actual full song that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Um, Cause because there's just like, just like, yeah, finished. exactly. Like you've put so much of yourself into that. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, I love making beats too. You know what I mean? Like I'll vibe out to a beat just like on, you know, I'll just loop it. And just like vibe <laughs> yeah, out, you know? I feel you. Yeah. So 
Um, how do you feel about, because I remember you said in one video, I forget what video it was, I remember you said like you, you left YouTube for a while because uh-huh. um, I forget exactly what you said, <laughs> but like. Was this I, recent? I think it was pretty recent, yeah. And uh-huh. it was, you left YouTube, like how do you feel about where um, YouTube is right now for like beat makers? Because I feel like this niche has been created now. It's been like over, it's been like almost two, uh, two, almost two years, like since, like honestly, since you put out that first video, that, that's kind of when it <laughs> yeah. gets started. And then Sharpie came along and put out uh-huh. a ton of videos on it. And then other people came in and, you know, just whatever, just, it just grew. Um, yeah. Like where, how do you feel about where it is right now when it comes to like the making a beat shit? And um, It's, it's tough because like, you know, I look at like, you know, people like Sharp, Sharpie, Sharp, Calm Sharp. Shout out to Sharp. Um, Sharp, Aries, Ramzoid. Like, I love all those guys. Um, you know what I mean? Because, like, they kind of took, I guess you want if you want to call it, like, the blueprint that I, like, laid out and just, like, ran with it, you know? Like, I remember Aries and Sharp, I think, did, like, a, I don't, I don't know if it was, like, a Skype call yeah, or something. Yeah, I saw but that. Yeah, it was, like, a long time ago. Um, but they were talking about, like, like basically how I, like, inspired them, you know, through my channel to start what they did. And then, like, they just, like, took that idea and then just, like, put their own sauce on it. You know what I mean? And, like, both of their channels are, like, over 300,000 subscribers or something now. Um, so when I see that, like, that makes me so, like, happy. You know what I mean? Because... It makes me feel like all right somebody like got value from what i was doing and then actually built something even better you know um in their own way so when i see that it's amazing so like as many channels that are just kind of taking the same route i think that there's still endless room for you know people to create their own platforms you know and just be like in their own way you know what i mean because like we're all individuals um, and the people who like, dude, it's kind of tough to explain. <laughs> it's like, like everybody's different. You know what I mean? So you might start out copying somebody's, um, process, but then eventually you're going to start putting like your own ideas into it. And that's, what's going to make it original. Yeah. You know it's like I mean? making so, a beat when you first start learning how to make beats. The advice yeah. I always give is find, find an instrumental that you like. That's like a popular song. That's like, you know, that's like makes that's like a new song or a popular song and try to recreate it and do the yeah. best you can at recreating it. And then, and then you learn like the first, first couple of beats I made were all like Jalil beats type beats and like Meek uh-huh. Mill Jalil beats type yeah. of things. Cause that's for some reason, that's what I started to try to recreate. Cause he was super popping at the time when I uh-huh. first started making beats. And then it was like the Ryan Leslie shit. That's why I, that's why I learned how the shit with the, the keys because yeah. I was watching Ryan Leslie and like, yeah, he's a beast. Um, I thought you had to make beats with a mini keyboard. I learned how to play the piano <laughs> and yeah. and like just all these little like solos and shit. That's where I got that mm-hmm. inspiration from. And just taking little bits and pieces from every single person, because like those are my two like those are my two initial like inspirations, and they're completely different producers. Jalil Beats has yeah. never touched a mini keyboard in his life, 
And Ryan right. Leslie doesn't even look at the screen. He just all yeah. he does is <laughs> no piano roll. And like and like Scott Storch and like yeah. I don't know, a bunch of others, obviously. But like yeah. Um, where do you think like like would you ever see yourself just like having someone follow you around with a camera and like kind of doing like a mini YouTube, not mini, but like kind of having like a more of like a lifestyle life type sort of, of thing. yeah like a lifestyle type of thing around pat ryan like say say you kept going you kept putting out music um and just like kept growing your shit because like that's that's yeah. what i want to do i want to have like this isn't that's why i get frustrated sometimes because this what i'm doing right now is not where is not what i want to be doing <laughs> like uh-huh. it, it's just like the best i can do in the situation i'm in like i want to have someone filming me every day and i want to have like just someone holding a camera while making a beat and just have more right. lifestyle aspects to it and day in the life of of just like making music and like do it in the uh-huh. best way possible because that's the coolest shit in the world like that that netflix rapture series i don't know if you watch that yeah it's yeah, just like i've watched a few of those like and just and just things like that like video is similar to that where it's like the process and all the noisy those noisy videos uh-huh. um like yeah. the noisy chicago and the noisy atlanta one like yeah, those, those are, are the fucking coolest things ever and like yeah so it's like if i can make something similar to that but like kyle beats and like every other uh-huh. day or as much as possible like that's what i want to do like right wh- yeah i mean that was like like when i started that was kind of my idea i was like all right well who knows what's going to happen with this like production stuff you know what i mean maybe it'll like pop off like maybe it won't um but whatever like let's just document whatever happens you know and that was kind of always my idea i was like it would be sick to kind of start off you know like upstairs at my grandparents house on this like rickety like table Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and then see like the progress from that into like major studios you know what i mean yeah um and like working with artists and stuff and just like putting out tracks so i think that's definitely still um like a goal of mine to get to um, but I don't know, I guess like, I know you said that you're in like a, a boring town, so that's probably like a challenge to get to that point where you're at me. It's crazy. Cause like I'm in Miami and I feel like people always look at Miami as like this crazy party place and it definitely can be. But like when it comes to the music scene down here, dude, like people, will, it's all in like clicks, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the Latin American scene is huge out here. But like you won't have you won't really have like the Latin American scene like like nobody really works together you know what I mean like it's not really there there isn't really that sense of community um, when it comes to the music scene like everybody like if you don't know somebody then then like don't even bother like trying to get a hold of somebody else I mean like fucking like are you one of the most popping producers in Miami you know what I mean I feel like (laughs) I feel like that I feel like the scene is the fucking internet now you know what I mean yeah and I feel like collaboration and location just kind of makes your content better you know what i mean Uh and just uh, and just like where you are and like the situation you're in this is my opinion just like allows you to collaborate with this person who's going to be in your video or in your music or in your podcast or on your whatever the fuck instagram video whatever you're doing um Uh and then the location allows just for shit to be going on and um because that yeah it doesn't really matter like uh, where you are i guess it's just no it's and on the internet that's 100 percent true you know um but like for example like when i when i'll go to atlanta at work like like you can you can literally get in the studio with like anybody 
out there. Like it's crazy. I, I went to uh, shout out to Astro Studios. Um, I went to Astro Studios to record um, uh, with my bro Christian Smith, Cameron Carty, Drock was there. Um, shout out to Cam. Um, and Astro is like a huge studio. Like if you look at their their clientele base, like you know, dating years back, like it's crazy, man. Like. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, like all, like everybody, you know? Um, so we went there, recorded in Studio A, which was like an incredible experience. And meanwhile, you can have like, you know, anybody, like the next day after we recorded, um, you know Cassius? Cassius J? Yeah, I've heard of that actually, yeah. He, he's a producer um, out of Atlanta, like has made like some awesome records. Like he was in Studio B at Astro, you know what I mean? So like you can be in one room and the next room over is like, somebody who like you might really look up to and like they're more than happy to like say what's up or like have you come say what's up you know what yeah, I mean? like they're cool. very they're very open like out there like it, it's crazy um and like i feel like in miami it's not like that at all i mean i don't even really like i think it's also me like i'm, I'm more of an introvert so i don't really reach out to people as much as i probably should <laughs> yeah bro <You> know? <laughs> I, went, I went to orlando for a year and i fucking <laughs> went there and I knew two people there, my two roommates, and I left knowing two people. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, I did not like oh, man. meet a fucking single person there. And like at yeah. the beginning and shit, we were going out a lot. Like downtown Orlando's like uh-huh. a fun place. And then yeah, we were I've just been like, there, what dude. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we were just like, what the fuck are we doing? And then I yeah. just completely just stopped going out, concentrate on like just what I wanted to do, just figure <laughs> What's it out. real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, fucking stop doing that, all that bullshit and. Yeah. Um, figured out what the fuck I want to do. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's important because like producers are very producers are very like people that just make music in general, but especially producers are very just like we're in the studio. We're 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 kind of like loners, and it's it's hard to it's hard, but you have to have a balance between like, because like when I when I another reason why I do these podcasts is because like it gives you an energy after like me and mm-hmm. you are going to leave this fucking podcast today thinking about all the shit we talked about carrying exactly. that throughout our day putting it into whatever we're doing and and just you, you, like that collaboration and human connection is i'm learning that now as i as i completely lose all my fucking human connection the past couple yeah. of years like <laughs> i'm learning how Dude. important those little scenarios are and like doing something like you said having someone in the next room like maybe nothing ever comes from that you never collaborate with this person you never see them outside of this venue and they get you backstage nothing comes uh-huh. from it but at the same time like you're getting that inspiration for the day they you might learn something that you don't even remember that you learned from them and just like human connections like just like an important thing and like yeah i don't know I, it's vital man and i and like especially for like me you know just speaking on like my personality and yeah. stuff like I notice the biggest difference when I'm working with like, like, you know, people like Drock and, and shout out to Lil Bird too. Um, speaking of Lil Bird, you guys got to check out this track that I did with him. Um, when I, when I went to Atlanta to record Goldfish, um, it's called Last One. It's on Spotify. It's on Lil Bird's Spotify. So go check it out. I got to give him a quick shout out. Um, but he's like an incredible artist, dude. And that was like my first time meeting him in person. And we just like connected like on like, another level you know what i mean like he seemed like a long last lost brother but meanwhile like you know i'm i'm just in my room usually like not talking to anybody so it can be like one day to the next where like you meet 
you know, people who like have such a big impact on like your creativity and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and for somebody like me, like that's so important because like, I've never once recorded like, like four or five tracks in like three to four days, like from scratch, like made the beat and recorded over them and, and like put them out. Um, besides the times that I'm like with those guys, you know what I mean? Um, because when it, when I'm just left to my own like devices, like I'm just, like I said, I'm just like an introvert and like, I'll just make beats, uh, like stay home and like, like do my own thing. You know what I mean? So being around people who are like, who motivate you and push you is like huge. And if you know that you're that type of person, then you just got to get out there, you know, and meet those people who will, will help you get to that point. Yeah. I feel like for me, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, I, I love being around people and, and like having a human connection and talking about stuff and listening to this and, and like collaborating in a sense. And like, maybe they're in a video and then I take that, everything that I experience, like take that energy from like other people, I guess, and like the collaboration. And then I come back into my studio or whatever I'm doing. And then I fucking work double time and come up with yeah. the greatest fucking ideas. And, and, but if I, it's, I call it the 80, 20 rule for like 80% of the time I need to be in control of my environment, be in my own zone, like like my daily schedule, I have to be, I like to do this and go to the gym and I cook and eat all my own food and just like super, just like yeah. schedule oriented, which is like, I guess natural for a fucking human. And then like 20% of the time I need to have like be with someone else or like, uh -huh. you know, I mean? like have that human connection. And, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, if, like and you if you don't get that, like, I'm just, I just feel like I'm like, fuck. It's like, it's like when I lived, like there was like three days when I was in college where everyone went home and no one was in college. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, I feel like, I felt like I was in fucking an afterlife or something. Like <laughs> I was just all alone and I was like, what the fuck? And then like everyone's waiting in, room and then everyone's in college. And I'm like, fuck, I just want to be alone. And I'm, and I, and I go in my room and fucking lock the door the whole day. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm, it's just like this thing where you need a, you need it. I need like a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, no, nah, sometimes like you just need a break from, from people to like recharge you know what i mean um especially i mean like that going back to what i was saying like you know i've got a few friends who like fulfill my need to have friends you know what i mean because like we have like deep connections but when you're around I, like a lot of just people who you know might be hanging out like for the wrong reasons or whatever it is like that that's draining mm -hmm. you know what i mean so definitely you got to have your own like downtime to kind of like recharge from that for sure. Um, um, so <clears throat> how many songs do you have out right now? Um, like on Spotify and on like, as far as Spotify. So the first track is, is, it, is it different Spotify and SoundCloud. You have, you have, do you have like songs on SoundCloud that, um, there's a couple on SoundCloud that are on Spotify. Like the one I just mentioned with little bird. Yeah. Um, that's like little bird featuring me. Um, so that's on his Spotify. So, but I, I think I, I've reposted that, so that should be on my page. But yeah, a lot of people might not know about that one for that reason. Um, but as far as like as far as Spotify, the first one was Goldfish, which you talked about. So after that happened, um, two weeks after I put that track out, um, Cam McCarty hit me up, um, and he's like, he's an engineer based out of Atlanta. Um, he's worked with like Young Thug, Migos, Two Chains, all these people. Um, he actually hit me up and he was like, yo, what do you charge for production? And at this point, like I had never talked to like anybody <laughs> yeah. really, you know, like I didn't, like, I didn't know what I charged for production. When he hit me up, <laughs> so I was freaking out. I actually hit up, um, 
you know, you know, Brandon, he's from, from Narden B. He's like really big on, on Instagram. Um, is he as one far of the like, Narden B people? Is he, is yeah, he he's, part of that? he's B. Yeah. 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 He's B. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Brandon. I've seen, I've seen him. Yeah. So, um, I was following him on Instagram for like a while just because he, he posts such valuable information, especially like for producers. Yeah. Um, hold up real quick. I want to find his actual Instagram handle because I want to shout him out. So other people, if they don't know about him, they definitely got to, uh, yeah. I remember I used to watch a lot of like, they had beat making videos out too. And I just thought they were like, they always had the smoothest beats too. I feel like, you know, in all their videos, um, they always had just like the best quality production when I would watch like the Nard and beat beat making things. Yeah, dude, Nard and B is awesome. Like, I mean, they did like t-shirt, um, for Migos and that track like popped off. You know what I mean? There's, there's a really cool video on Spotify that shows them like breaking that down. Um, which is interesting too, cause they, they kind of go into like how they got the drums from like another record that they had produced. I forget from which artist. Um, so it was kind of just like a Frankenstein beat of just like pulling in different things and, and just like developing into something brand new. Um, but I can't oh, think of is the, this, uh, is this thing trench Lord trench Lord. Trench there you Lord go. B. It's at <laughs> yeah, trench Lord. B. B. Yeah. I follow at, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is what I was Lord thinking B. of when you said that. That's so yeah, so so going back to what I, where I was at before, Cam Cameron hit me up on Instagram. I was like, "Yo, how much do you charge for for production?" Um, and I didn't know like who to talk to. You know what I mean? Who was actually in the industry? So I I like just randomly hit up hit up um, uh, Brandon, you know, Trench Lord, and I sent him a DM. I was like, "Yo, this is this is what's like you know going on." Cause I had seen that, that cam had worked with him like in the studio. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So he, he knows him like, you know, I'm not trying to get played. You know what I mean? So when, when somebody hits me up, like for something like that, especially in the industry, like that's like the first thing that I think about, like what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Cause I've never dealt with, with anything like that. So yeah. Brandon like kind of like guided me like through it and everything and, and gave me like some really valuable insight. So it was awesome. Like I, I had not spoken to him previously and he like actually took the time to respond to me. Um, and like, you know, kind of give me like point me in the right direction, but you know, long story short, Cam hit me up after I put out goldfish. Um, I started like, kind of like talking to Cam and, and we built like a really good relationship. Um, so when I went out to Atlanta again, it was because Cam brought me out to record. Um, but the second track I put out was pull up featuring Sunny digital. Um, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Like Sonny is, is I, I haven't even met him in person. So Cam actually like put that together. Um, he played, he played in the track with my verse and Sonny was like, yo, like this is dope. So he just went and, and like recorded on it. You know what I mean? Just because he appreciated the music. Um, so yeah, Cam has helped me out a lot. Yeah. So yeah. And Sonny is super cool, man. He's another example of, of like a producer who's, who's putting out his own music and he's got awesome stuff out. Um, yeah, no, I, I've listened to a, a bunch of his, I mean, one of his like first songs that he was really pushing, I forget the name of it, it was like a while ago, um, I uh, really liked it, it was one of the ones he started really pushing like the video and stuff on Instagram, and I feel like he's doing a lot to try to like really, like I just saw him on um, like Gary V's um, like vlog series, and I feel uh, like he's doing a lot to really try to, to brand himself as a producer, which is 
which is cool. I mean, not as a producer, but just like trying to brand Sony Digital and like get himself yeah. out there as like an individual rather than the person behind the beats, which is cool. Yeah. Like with the music and with just like everything, I guess, and just kind of be a personal brand, I guess. Is what yeah, you want to call I mean, it. he's got he's got a really good like you know outlook uh, as far as like producers putting out their own music, like just you know everything. You know, because I, I think like when you just start making beats, people are like, all right, well, you're a producer and, and they put you in that box. Yeah, he's got um, a lot of like, I remember all the fucking comments. I was like, dude, this shit's yeah. tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. That first one of his first songs he put out. Favorite. You talking about uh, my guy? Oh, no, nah, I don't think it was called that. It was. It was. Did it have a feature on it? No. OK, because um, there's one track that he's got called My Guy featuring Black Bow um, and that song is super wavy, dude. Like, I love that track. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to too many. I think I listened to, like, a couple of them. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I remember, like, all the comments were like, oh, here we go, producer thinks he's a rapper or some shit. And I was yeah. like, um, so, like, you're going to get that shit no matter what. It's just because of the way he branded Like, not because of the way he branded himself, but just because of the way. Oh, it's called Look At Me Now. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, one. my guy was before Look At Me Now. Oh, okay. But that one's awesome, too. Yeah, um, I really like that Definitely check one. out my guy. Um... Yeah, so Sonny recorded on that track. It's easy. It's easy for me to go off on tangents. So feel free to like bring me back to the original question. We're talking. We were talking <laughs> about how many songs I've got out. <laughs> yeah, how many songs I've got out on Spotify? Um, well, how many is it right now? Before you go into this, how many is it total? Because I'm just curious, personally. Well, I don't. It's not that many. That's why I'm trying to like name them, and then I start talking about how they oh. happened. <laughs> All right, keep, um, going, keep going. So just to name them, it was Goldfish, Pull Up with Sunny Digital. Um, I did. Another feature with Christian Smith and, and Cam Cameron Carty from Astro Studios. That one um, is called Catch a Vibe, but that's not a, that's also like on that's on Christian's um, Spotify. Um, and then I recently put one out um, that me and Drock worked on. Uh, I think I put it out like it was like a couple months ago. No stress. Yeah, no stress. That no, one I put no. out. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's, there's one I did a long time ago, dude, like before even, um, that's on Spotify, before I even started my YouTube channel, um, with this group called The New, um, but I'm a feature on it, so that should be on their page. Yeah. Um, I can't even think of the name of it off the top of my head, but I really don't have that many tracks out. <laughs> So that's definitely something I'm trying to like build on. Nah, you man, know what I mean? Dude, like, it's fucking, I, I don't have any tracks out and I've been trying to do this for how long now? <laughs> uh -huh. So it's, it's, yeah. it's like, I can definitely understand. It's like definitely like a, it's a completely different thing. You think it's just going to translate and then you, it is. You, you come up with a dope hook and you're like, oh dude, this shit's fucking easy. You figure uh -huh. out how to throw a limiter on your, your, or like a compression on your vocals and you're like, uh -huh. and then when it comes to like actually completing the fucking song, it's like it's it can be tough man yeah. it takes a lot out of you <laughs> it's, just, it's just a new skill it's just a new skill yeah, like definitely. it's just this other it's like when you make a beat it's like you have to yeah you have to make the beats you have to know how to you have to know melodies you have to know how to, the, to do drums and then it's like you figure that out you still don't have it figured out you gotta learn how to mix it and then you have to learn how to arrange it in certain ways and then like yeah. there's a lot of aspects to it and like when you look at it from the outside you're like oh shit just fucking throwing vocals on it and then you don't realize there's a lot of different you have, mixing vocals is different and then like the arrangement changes up and then writing actually writing something to, to tell a story and have it make sense or whatever you're trying to do is 
it's just a, it's just a different just another it's just a whole another skill that you have to learn <laughs> definitely man and it, it's that's like one thing i think that i i struggle with is like spreading myself too thin you know what i mean because there's like so many things that i want to do Dude, um it's like it. yeah it's like all right well i need to make a, a video this week but I also need to make more beats like for my website or whatever, but I also need to make beats to like give to this person who's going to give to this artist. And then, but it's also like, I need to make more songs like for myself to put out. And there's like always something that is like, you know, it's hard Getting to you find fucking anxiety. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I like do, a- man. And just, I, I put all the fucking, the thing about me is like, I put all the fucking videos. I put the videos first. I have three things that I'm going to do right now. I have uh-huh. put a video out every other day or try to put it, put a podcast out once a week since I started doing the podcast past two months, put podcast out once a week and like put as many Instagram videos up as, as possible. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it depends on how many, like I make a beat, at least a beat in like every video pretty much. So yeah. I try to just grab Instagram clips from that or, or create new ones just based around the beat I made. And, and then from uh-huh. there, it's just like, fill in the gaps and like get beats on my side or, or put out a kit or these these songs and or there's yeah. just so many different other things that you can do it's just like i try to make sure i have the, the videos done but at the same time it'll be like i'll be talking about fucking putting up like sound panels in my room for like three months <laughs> dude I'm, I'm literally in the same situation I, I was on Sweetwater last night like looking at like uh you know like room treatments and yeah. stuff <laughs> i'll be talking oh about God. fucking doing something for like ever and then someone will comment you still haven't done that <laughs> it takes <Yeah>. two seconds <laughs> but i, I oh like put God. the videos first like i can't take a piss without putting a, out a video because it's just you. like i just have to do it like I don't yeah know. yeah i mean like for me when i think too much and get in my head like i'll overcomplicate things that like really like you said can just take two minutes to do yeah it's just like i look at it as like this task as opposed to like you know that is really just a small thing you know what helped me actually is like i got this whiteboard calendar um and just stuck it to my wall (laughs) and like i'll write out what i need to do for like the week or the day um it's funny because as we're talking as i'm talking about this i'm looking at it right now and it's still in september (laughs) (laughs) yeah i gotta erase it and update it but like that that helped me a lot yeah no i do the same shit i have like a thing on my phone like the swipes app is what it's called Uh and like it's just like my today like what i'm doing today and i you can swipe them and they check them off and then i have Mm -hmm. like I have a ca- I have a big ass calendar that I just put shit on so I don't forget. But I also have like just like a piece of paper and a notebook that I just tear out whenever I make a new list, and just yeah. like on there it's just like random to do things, investments that I want to make, especially before uh-huh. the fucking new year starts, and then uh-huh. things to be done soon, like just things that I there's things that are in my head that I can't that like you said like I can't fucking. I can't like throw this box out from Amazon in the recycling before I, you know what I'm saying? Because I have so many things in my head that I need to do that I don't even yeah. know what they are. So like, it just yeah. like makes you procrastinate the whole day, put out a shitty video. <laughs> and it's just like, you really have to like fucking organize yourself and, and be realistic too. Cause like there's something that yeah, I don't do. do. It's like, I am not fucking realistic with like, if I, if I put out the best video on earth and get everything done and it doesn't do as well as I hoped, I just like, I don't know. I just, I just, yeah. just need to do bigger Dude, and better things. But 
it's crazy like it's so easy to to like put that pressure on yourself to like I said like outdo yourself and, and then but then like even me for example like my the video that has the most views on my channel was like the very first and the most shitty quality video that I ever made <laughs> you know what I mean yeah <laughs> you know I think like the timing it was good and like you know that really played a huge part of it but it just goes to show that like sometimes it's so easy to take yourself too seriously you know like yeah. you just gotta like <laughs> realize that it's just content at the end of the day and like you just got to put it out and that's, and just like that's another reason why i don't do stuff like get a fucking get a get like a nice car or like buy or like buy things that i can't fucking i guess buy things that i can't write off of my taxes because uh -huh. like because like that just puts more pressure on me <laughs> to like need yeah. to make a certain amount of money which right now i don't like I have loans and shit. Like I have sh shit that I need to pay, but it's like, it's like I, I, I'm saving so much money right now, and I'm not even yeah. really like pushing that much shit. So like, mm -hmm. um, like I don't like I I put enough pressure on myself just to like grow, let alone like needing to to be at a certain point every single month and like needing to like needing to grow or something or like. I don't know. Yeah. Like if my views all of a sudden just, I mean, this is not going to happen, but like if my views all of a sudden just fucking dropped my YouTube account that got deleted, like it would suck ass and I'd be freaking out, but I'd be fine at the same time. Just cause like, yeah, I don't know. You've diversified yourself. Yeah. And like, because I was able to, because I was able to sell beats first, I can always go back to that. And they, they still they still kind of pull me in sometimes when I fucking make a bunch of money one day selling beats. I'm like, fuck, maybe I should just keep uploading. But like, yeah, that's still something that like, like I've got my beat store up, but like I haven't uploaded new beats in forever. You know what I mean? Just because like I, I feel like that's a territory that I haven't really explored as much as I probably should. Well, I feel like I feel like you bypass that almost. I feel like I was talking to this about or talking about this to like my or something that kid my on like the first podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you bypass that. I feel like that's how you come up as a producer because like you don't know how to make money and i feel like that's something that um, especially with the music i feel like you 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 almost skip that step <laughs> uh -huh. and like um that's an interesting way to think of it because like the way the only way that i've kind of thought of it is like am i leaving money on the table you know what i mean um because like i have that set up but it's just like I've never really gotten into, you know, like I've spent so much time researching like Facebook ads, Google ads, like target groups, you know, like all this stuff. Like, and, but just I, I never really like put the time in to actually do it, like implement it and see it actually work. Um, and I guess like, yeah, I guess in a way like I kind of did bypass it. But at the same time, bypassing it would mean that i skipped that and went straight to like you know working with artists or, or stuff like that and like i'm still not there yet either yeah you know? so that's it's like a weird like it's a weird middle ground i feel like that yeah. i feel like i feel like we're in a similar we're in a similar place where i i kind of i kind of did the beat thing i did the fucking like i'm doing the drum kit thing too like i'm doing the beat thing still i'm making these youtube videos so now it's at a point where I'm either going to make a fucking Kyle Beats clothing line <laughs> or like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like put out music or do something else or like make yeah. a crazy documentary series about uh -huh. around producing. Because like people who sell beats, yeah, they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, but they're not making millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could make right. they make millions if they 
get a fucking hit single and do their paperwork right but like they're yeah. it's a great way to fucking make money and it's a great way to like because of that i stopped ubering and i if it wasn't for selling beats and i wasn't able to live off of it like i would not i would not have been able to just put out youtube videos i wouldn't have had the uh-huh. time i would have had to make money i wouldn't have had the time to um whatever like so I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's, it's it's interesting, man. Like like I I read something like an article a while ago that because this was when I was like seeing some really good growth with my channel, and obviously like I, I think when you build an audience, like you're the the business mindset kicks in. You're like, well, how can I monetize this? You know what I mean? Because like you ultimately want to turn like your like your hobbies into like your career. You mm-hmm. know, so you've got to be thinking about that. And I read this like interesting like article that mentioned like you only need um i think it was like you only need a thousand true fans like or like a thousand people who will like really support everything you do you know to make like a six-figure income like say it's like right now my channel is at what like 172,000 subscribers if i got you know a thousand people were willing to spend a hundred dollars within a year on something that I put out, like, you know, that created value for them, then that's, that's a hundred grand, you know? Yeah. Um, and when you break it down like that, it really like makes you think like, dang, like this is really doable. Like this is really obtainable, you know, like whether it's kits or like, like a clothing brand or beats, like you said, like it doesn't seem that hard to get one person within an entire year to, you know, spend a hundred, hundred dollars on something that you, would create value for them. Yeah, I mean, it's still to this day, it blows my mind how I did that fucking Instagram thing. Like, Uh I was just literally just... How did you do that? Because, like, I briefly watched your video on YouTube, like, a while ago. That you talking about. I gave away all the fucking secrets. Basically, like... all the sauce. Basically, like, um, just, there was... So, one day, I I was scrolling through my Instagram, and I saw an account. It was, like, this showcase thing where it was, like, it was a sponsored little post, right? It was like, showcase your music, fucking come to this fucking coast to coast live fucking thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I always see coast to coast though, yeah. dude. I still get those emails. So it was like, showcase your music. And it was just like, it was for rappers. And I was like, damn, this fucking uh-huh. post has like a shit ton of likes. They're probably spending a hell of money on advertisement. I'm just uh-huh. going to fucking use their fucking followers and fucking like hit up all those fucking artists you know what i mean and so like that's smart and so so that's what i was essentially doing was commenting on people's fucking people's fucking instagrams and saying yo i make beats fucking come through <laughs> fucking dm me Dude, that's a grind and <laughs> and like you could use like like there's instagram does not exist anymore but like people were using instagram to like do stuff like that but it wasn't really about the initial comment it was more about the 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 dm you know what i mean it was more Uh about like commenting on someone's page saying like yo i make beats that like super simple super vague yo i make beats like hit me up and then like they would hit my dms and then i would just answer and be like hey like i make beats check them out here fucking buy one get one free Uh or buy one get three free and just just like i would spend all day just on instagram sending messages to people and just that's that's all i would do and like it sucked like at first like i wasn't making money for like like i tried doing that for months and months i was trying everything at the time like 
you can only imagine um, i was i was obviously uploading beats on youtube that didn't really work soundcloud i was uh-huh. trying to like <laughs> SoundClick was still like somewhat yeah. fucking relevant oh i was trying to yeah. sell beats on SoundClick. i was like doing back. just the craziest shit trying to just like figure something out like seo on google trying to like rank my shit uh-huh. on google and like basically everything that you could possibly try is what i was trying and then and then eventually like i was actually like a i was actually being a dj for my friend cam meekins who's a rapper and uh-huh. we were on like a tour with mike stud i don't know if you know who that is um sounds familiar he does pretty big shows we were doing like we were doing like there were like thousand people shows so i was i was a nice. tour i was a broke tour dj like rappers <laughs> dj on tour uh-huh. and then while i was on that tour was when i really you know i had nothing to do you're in a car for fucking eight hours a day you're in like a van for eight hours a day so i was uh-huh. in the back of the van just like fucking dming everyone and that like so were you were you selling beats like over email or did you have a store up at the time oh i had the store already like established you know what i mean so I, you already had like paperwork and everything like in place. yeah i had i had all the shit like I had all that shit done like uh, uh-huh. for like a while now for like a year or more just like up uh-huh. there um and like i sold a couple beats before this you know what i mean i at least randomly leased like fucking a bunch of beats one day and like but obviously nothing to live off of and then that one week some kid bought like an unlimited license for 150 bucks and then uh-huh. another kid bought a wave for 50 so i made 200 bucks in a week and i was like holy uh-huh. fucking shit my life just changed and then like <laughs> So tour like I I was doing that the tour you know I think I made like two hundred one week I made like a hundred the next week and like three hundred the next week after that and it was like a three mm-hmm. week tour so I came back to my place in Florida and then I sat down and I added up every single expense I had and I was like all right I have to make three hundred thirty six dollars a month just to survive uh-huh. like the bare minimum like everything like twenty bucks a week on food like literally yeah. like everything yeah. bare minimum and then like. <laughs> Um, so I just fucking did that and just was answering Instagram messages all day and commenting on people's posts and, and fucking, <laughs> that was it. And eventually, from there. eventually like from there, that was like October, November from November to like, I mean, by the time like June hit, I think June was when I started averaging like a thousand bucks a week mm-hmm. and it just was like a slow, just like I was making barely making $336 a week. And then eventually I was kind of averaging 400 bucks a week. And then eventually like I hit a week with 500, 600 and then, oh shit, I fucking hit 700 this week. And then I'd really, uh-huh. I would be analyzing everything. I had in a notepad, like every single penny that I made was in a notepad and from where it was from. Cause if they didn't uh-huh. want beats, I'd be like, all right, well I'll do mixing and mastering. I'll, uh-huh. I can do cover art. I can edit your fucking music video. And I would try to just yeah. do anything I could. Cause like when you're literally like I was about to go bro- broke, like literally a week before I went on that tour and uh-huh. like I got paid up front for the tour from my homie cam and then I made 200 bucks. I made 1200 bucks in like one week and yeah. like I was like freaking out and I was literally about to go broke. I had no money left. The student loans were kicking in. I yeah. would have had to come. I would have had to just ditch my fucking lease on my apartment uh-huh. and fly back home. Like it was at it's- that point, like so it's crazy man like i feel like being in those situations where it's like one week you you have nothing and the next week it's just like you know a thousand bucks or whatever it is it's like you start to understand that as long as you're grinding like you're gonna be okay you know what i mean like as long as you're putting work out there like things are gonna work I, I think like i still to this day like stress over money more than i should 
yeah like i'm i'm like a big saver like like you know like i like i (laughs) i try and invest as much as i can um but it's crazy it's like i'll i'll have like money in the bank but be stressing you know like even though like i really have no reason to be because it's like (laughs) i think my biggest fear is just like not being able to 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 live my life anymore because like i don't give a fuck about the money it's just more like it allows me to continue to do the shit i like yeah you know it allows me it, it allows me to have freedom in my life i can fucking hit stop on this podcast right now and and drive to fucking western massachusetts and go to a mcdonald's i can do anything i want like it you know what i'm uh-huh. saying it's just like you have the freedom to do whatever you want like that's yeah. that's that's like what freaks me out the most but keep going so right. have have you do you feel that like like have you ever been in a situation where you kind of take advantage of the through the freedom that you've like created for yourself what do you mean like in the sense where it's like you know that you have it like that so like you you kind of like get lazy with it or like you know what i mean like take advantage of it um because like i'll find myself like you know like i i make enough on my own to like you know pay my bills like whatever like you know do whatever i want basically the same thing but then some days i'll find myself where i like just eat shit all day because i know that like i've got things in place that like i'm still gonna make money like have you ever struggled with that no because like like, i don't i don't think like i just i just want to do i just want to do a lot more like uh i want to have like a fucking i want to have like a fucking house somewhere outside of la and just like uh-huh. have like a fucking incubator where I have just like this four or five bedroom house, have other people living in it, like have my uh-huh. video guy, have other people that are in the videos that are just working. And I just have aspirations. Like ever since I did those shows where I was in front of thousands of people and I was the DJ hopping out there 15 minutes before, just like fucking, I hop out 15 minutes before, no one knew who the fuck I was, the opener's DJ. And I'd fucking uh-huh. jump around, play DMX, and everyone go fucking crazy. And there's like a, <laughs> there's like an energy about that. It's almost like yeah. I was literally just talking about this in the last podcast. It's almost like when you when you post a video and there's a flood of fucking comments. It's like mm-hmm. it's similar to that, but it's different because there's people just fucking screaming in your face, and you figure out how to work a crowd. And I can't imagine what that feels like to to like if I was to sell out the House of Blues in Boston. And fucking two thousand five hundred people were there singing the fucking music I made. Yeah, I just I just know the opportunity that's at hand. Like that, I don't know. Like Jake Paul did a fucking tour selling out like three thousand people arenas, and he doesn't mm-hmm. even, and he's not even a musician, and he was doing music. Yeah. It's just like, like look, like look at what's happening right now. This producer niche is being built. They're rappers. There are rappers like low key on the low coming up on youtube just making videos that people will like and eventually yeah. if they do it right and it turns like look at these fucking phase kids and the, the gamer kids like <laughs> yeah. they're not even they're just vloggers now so it's like yeah. if this kyle b shit turns into a daily series where i have music putting out tons of song like songs like your brand is going to be stronger than any other person's brand everyone's going to know when you're going on tour everyone's going to be there your brand uh-huh. is just going to be a lot stronger. It's like Russ. Yeah, yeah. It's like Russ how he sells out these big ass ten thousand people places, but like no one even knew who he was while he was doing yeah. that because he was constantly given content, which was just music. But it's like yeah. if you had a YouTube channel, like if Russ had a YouTube channel, he he'd be 
three, four times as big as he was. If he had a you vlog series, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, crazy. it's just some. It's like another area that he hasn't tapped into. That's like so. Just like if he wanted to, he could. You know, he obviously doesn't need to. But so just like that. It's like that shit. Sorry, let me just that that, that shit running through my head is what makes me uh-huh. not fucking like take advantage of it because I just right. know what's possible. I guess that's like that's definitely something that I I find myself struggling with because like I'm left to my own devices. I guess you know. I do it to myself at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Cause like, I don't get outside as much as I should and like talk to other people or like talk, like talking to you about this is like motivating me a lot. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, after this phone call, it's going to be like, yeah, that's all I love God doing. Damn, these, like, I want to do something, you know what I mean? And like, I don't talk to people like you as much as I should. Um, and yeah, sometimes I'll just find myself like in that place where I'm like, damn, like I really got to figure out how to get myself like, up and like doing stuff you know because i like it's like i remember gary v said like or he like wrote in one of his posts on instagram is like i've come too far to only come this far you know what i mean yeah and, it's like, like I think, some shit like that yeah yeah it's it like goes through shit. my head all the time and i guess it's just like an internal struggle but do you like do you like work out or like what kind of like do you have a schedule that you kind of like try to stick to not really dude like i definitely got to get back in the gym like <laughs> like i used to go like go hard at the gym like i would probably spend too much time uh That's but i guess more now like that- for my i i i work out now like obviously it's it's good to work out but like yeah. it's more just like as a mental release because my mind is constantly going like when i'm Dude. focused in the gym i'm i'm like focusing on i'm focusing on like being healthy like obviously building muscle like mm-hmm. doing all that shit like feeling good and just like I don't know, looking good, feeling good. All, you know, you're worried about all that shit. And just like, I'm listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, him talking about mm-hmm. like the craziest like supplements and shit. And like, yeah. it just takes you away from everything. And it's like, and you come out of there with a buzz. And it's just, yeah. it's just like certain things like that. Like if you drink coffee or if you work out or if you in like having like a routine that's like built around your chaotic fucking life <laughs> like having some sort of routine around it yeah it's just like it's always good because like otherwise like I yeah know. i think i've i've like kind of let myself go in that sense because like now that i have all of this stuff like i kind of put all of my like thought process and like my time into this um but i've definitely found that like like before when i was in the gym dude like i was like dedicated like probably more than anything like there was a point where i like i think like my max bench like not to like you know try and like flex on anything because now now i couldn't even come near it yeah my max bench was like yeah my max bench was like 305 pounds or something (laughs) like that um and like dude i was like swole and now like dude i probably couldn't even do that many push-ups you know what i mean so like i've yeah. definitely like let myself go in that sense but i, I completely agree because like my mind is going all the time and i'll have a hard time falling asleep at night because i think like just like sitting down in a chair like producing or like making videos or whatever like you don't really it's not a physical activity in like any sense of the word you well, know it's part of like the freedom too is like because you have the freedom to like do whatever you want it's just like if you if you don't like structure that it's just kind of like sometimes you kind of like lose control of it a little bit yeah dude i think like it's funny because i don't know like what your expectations going to this podcast were but like for me it's like 
it's kind of helping me like because we're we're in a similar like situations you know what i mean like with what we do so it's almost like me seeing myself and like some of the things that you're saying and then like realizing what the fuck i need to do (laughs) you know like after after this call i'm like damn like because like i'm seeing like for me it it just helped me a lot because like for me i'm seeing you who like you know you kind of gave me like your your background story like you know the situations like you know some of the struggles like you're going through in life and then i'm just like here like fuck like how do i like get out, out of this like you know how do i talk to people or like i need to like get out of the house and like here you are like doing shit like that like regardless of like your circumstances so it definitely puts things into perspective like i don't get to talk to people who are like on similar paths um you know that much so this is definitely like helping me a lot too yeah i think like just like ever since fucking just like with all the i i I just put myself in situations and obviously the situation i'm in right now and brain i didn't put myself in the situation but Uh like i always like to put myself in situations where um like how did I fuck the, how the fuck did I end up on tour and before that I had like I was in, I, I was in a startup company that I started that was like we got a, an investment for a hundred thousand dollars to start this this website me and my friend were working on and we we were on like a tour with that fucking app thing and we were now I, I just put myself into situations mm-hmm. where I'm just like how the fuck did I get here and then from <laughs> from there it, you might struggle through it like I knew going to Florida, I had no fucking plans. I had no income and I somehow bought a car with like no money down, drove it to Florida because one of my homies was there. I just knew something would happen if I just got out of the, just got out of where I was. Like the tours uh-huh. were kind of like, there was no tours for a while. Like I wasn't really doing anything. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get out of here. I can't be here anymore. And like yeah. college was like a finished up college, like the online classes. It was right after I finished my online classes. That's when I moved down there. I was like, fuck it. I'm out of here. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't fucking, and, I, and in between the classes and shit, I was going on tour. But, um, fucking yeah. What, what would you tell us someone like, say, say someone's listening to this, say someone, this is like the question I ask at the end. Um, say someone was listening to this and, like they're like man i want to be a producer i want to i want to i want to work with artists i want to try to sell beats i want to make youtube videos i want to be a an online producer like what would you tell them to do tomorrow if they hear this tonight or something if they hear this wednesday night and then wake up thursday morning and they're like i want to start what what would you tell them to do uh um i mean just start <laughs> yeah like <laughs> Like that's literally the only way to, to like become something is to like, for me, the way that I like to start something, cause like I want to start off on the right track. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to start off without any knowledge of like what I'm getting myself into. Um, and I think that's a great thing about like all the YouTube channels out there now that, that have become successful in this like area, um, is that you have an idea of like, like an, you have like an idea of an option that you can get into, you know what I mean? Like, so do like your due diligence. Like, I think that's really important. Like understand, um, like the different routes that you can take to potentially get to where you want to go and, and just start, you know what I mean? Like whether you start with a refurbished MacBook, you know, like I did and just mess around with the programs that it comes with, um, like whatever you have at your disposal, um, 
like that dude that i was that was really big for me is like all my equipment when i started was used like i didn't buy anything new could i because i couldn't have like i didn't have money for anything new, mm-hmm. you know so whatever means you have available to you whether you have to go get it like you know a part-time job or, or whatever grind understand like you just always have to have that like next goal in mind and just like save up like if you need equipment and then just start you know what i mean like that's the beautiful thing about the internet is that there's so much information um for you out there you know so if you need to know how to do this you know like that's the biggest thing is when you jump into something you're going to come up with like like you're going to run into issues like okay well how do i do this so google it you know what i mean like search it on youtube so the biggest thing is like being involved and and what it is that you want to do and as those questions come up then you find the answers for it you know what i mean and that's how you grow and then the biggest thing is just like knowing what your goal is, like understanding that you can literally do it with like, if it's production that you want to do, you can get used equipment. Like I bought stuff off of Craigslist, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that 25 key M audio that like you see in my first videos, like I bought that used off of Craigslist, um, save up some money. Like honestly, like you don't even need the best equipment when you start, like you need something you can press. Like that's it. Yeah. Like even like you'll see Russ videos where he's just like using his laptop. Yeah. He's, like, use, he, he's the fucking musical, the keyboard. Yeah. Musical typing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can do that, whatever you need to do and just like start creating stuff. You know, it's so true. It's so true. Just start, just do yeah. it. <laughs> like I, I think it's easy to to overcomplicate it and think about like all the stuff you might need to get or i don't know how to plug this into this or like how does this work with like this piece of equipment like it's so easy to overcomplicate yourself but it's like and like, like it's kind of like when you look at someone that has the led lights and the crazy fucking controllers and the hs8 yeah. speakers and yeah. the apollo interface and then their beats are trash in the video so yeah. it's, it's like yeah. All right. But if you imagine seeing someone with a fucking shitty laptop and like, you know, like fucking the Microsoft speakers <laughs> like that came with old computers <laughs> yeah. and just their beats are crazy. They'd be like, damn, yeah. this person has fucking potential. So, yeah, you can't. I mean, it's, dude, it's like one it's time like, I saw this guy down my street. Sorry to cut you off. You're good, you're good. Um, no, I saw this guy like down my street, like brand new Ferrari and like wrapped it around a tree. And he's just like standing outside of it, staring at it like. Like, what have I done? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, you can buy a fast ass car, but it's not going to make you a good driver. You know? yeah. So it's yeah. the same thing with music equipment. It's like the shit you were saying, um, like those first videos you recorded and it was like green wallpaper behind you and all the, <laughs> yeah, all the, like all, foam. yeah, like all the used shit. And like, I almost wish I recorded more when I was in Florida, but like, I just didn't, you know what I mean? I just didn't fucking yeah. do it. And like, like I, I have videos actually like I still have the videos but I wish I posted more and just to like because like if you're if you're a fucking popping fucking person like you know what I mean if I have a million YouTube subscribers and I'm driving around in a Ferrari and I'm like and I have all this shit and like the music is out I'm touring and I'm where I want it to be like the the older the video you have like the better because it's just going to frustrate you if if someone if you try to tell someone like, Oh yeah, dude, I fucking started with this and just a fucking shitty laptop in college. Like, yeah, I wish I had the video of me in college in this bum ass apartment, like literally with a laptop that with the screen cracked and <laughs> like making horrible beats. You know what I mean? How amazing would that video be now to, to show that? 
Yeah, like, I mean, like with like social media and like today, it's the only thing you really see is like the end result. You know, um, like people don't really like realize how much time it probably took that person to get there. And for granted, like some people can be like you go viral overnight, but you know, for most that's not the case. And, and another thing is like a lot of times when you're seeing someone with like the nice cars and all this shit, like it's not even like real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's so many people <laughs> who just rent some shit just to Especially get a picture. In Miami. <laughs> exactly, dude. There's an entire like Vice episode on like the exotic car yeah, yeah, um, I see industry in Miami. Yeah. Um, and you got to understand that a lot of people like, like coming across as like, you know, honest and who they are, it doesn't matter to them. You know what I mean? They're more than willing to put up a facade, you know, fake it till you make it. And sometimes that'll work, but it depends like how much of your soul are you willing to like give away? You know? Well, here's the thing too. This is why I don't, this is a big reason why I never kind of did shit like that is because mm -hmm. when I, when I like, it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just like from, from, from just learning from like, learn from every single thing you do. Like if I was, if I was juggling a soccer ball, like behind my house and I told my fucking, my told my cousin, dude, I got a fucking hundred juggles. And he's like, Oh shit, that's fucking crazy, man. Like that's insane. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I got fucking 47 and I told yeah. him I got a hundred. I'm going to be with him one of these days and I'm going to get a hundred I'm going to get 98 and fucking tweak out and go, oh, shit. But I didn't even get like, or like, dude, who cares? Like, you didn't even get 100. It's like, yeah. imagine, it's like, imagine fucking leasing all these exotic cars, pretending that it's yours, and then you're actually able to afford it. It just doesn't feel as good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, exactly. show, show your dirt, show your shit. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I try to show it as Facts. much as possible. And like, like, I drive a fucking Toyota Corolla and like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like, I, I still have the videos from when I was in Florida, like, on a shitty, like, my bed was on the fucking floor. I was, like, afraid <laughs> to show my bed just on the ground. Like, I, I pretend mm -hmm. like I was in a studio or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was a room <laughs> with a fucking desk in it. <laughs> like, it was, that, that was it. Like, there was yeah, nothing else I mean, even in the room. <laughs> to, to an extent, it's kind of sad that, like, people feel like they can't show, you know, what, what their situation really is because nine out of ten times i would say the reason that they don't is because they're worried about like the criticism of other people you know who are probably in the same situation <laughs> you know like like a lot of times the people that shit on you are just because like they're where you are but like they're just not putting out something you know um so yeah i mean it, it just sucks that people feel like they can't be who the, who they are because they're more worried about what other people think who they'll never see. You know what I mean? Like it's literally just like a name on a screen with a comment attached to it. Yeah. I think just being numb to everything and just not giving a fuck is the most important, the most like an important trait to be able to like jump in and out of like yeah. not caring about things and just, I guess like in a way you've got to care enough to not care. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not, <laughs> it's not just not caring. Like you got to care enough about like, the, the art and the craft yeah. and everything but yeah exactly but yeah that's a good way to fucking wrap this up right there some great I think so some great advice we yeah. talked for a long time on this one yeah we, we went all over the place <laughs> yeah, yeah we, were all, <laughs> we were all over the place um yeah. but it was good maybe in the future fucking 
I'll have a million subscribers. Not even. But like maybe in the future we'll fucking do this again. Nah, you'll get there, dude. Get you, get you back on there. Get you back on here before I hit a million. And we'll have more shit to talk about. And um, Definitely, bro. That would be awesome. Kind of like a documentation through podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> podcasts are tight. Podcasts are dope. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to get, get into these. But yeah, why don't you, um, for people who may not know who you are, why don't you like plug your YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, anything else you want to? Yeah, so you can follow me on YouTube, Pat Ryan Official. Um, and then my Instagram and Twitter is underscore Pat Ryan. Um, and yeah, if you're into like, you know, obviously I'm sure you've gotten <laughs> what it is that I do from this podcast if you've gotten <laughs> this far. But, you know, if you want to watch videos of, music and stuff and kind of learn the steps to get there then i'm that guy you got any new any new <laughs> singles on the way um potentially i've always got something something yeah, on my something up my sleeve me. you know what i mean <laughs> so there's definitely uh me and drock are always like sending stuff back and forth and it's yeah, just yeah. a matter of all right let's record you know so there's For definitely sure. definitely stuff that i want to be putting out soon are your are your songs like do you cl uh, track down royalties in your songs? As much as I can, man. That's like a whole other. It's it's funny that you bring it up when we're wrapping it up. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I, while I was thinking, I was like, oh, I'm gonna use your song in the fucking in one of my videos. <laughs> oh, you're talking about for like content for ID? YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, that's a good question. Because like, I think Goldfish might have that, but I don't. I don't know. Because yeah. like I think when I, I first uploaded, I was just like, all right, like everything that like you could do, like <laughs> tune for it, just like do it, you know. As someone who fucking started off by selling beats on the internet, I mean, obviously all the music is yours, but like uh -huh. it's funny because you get a lot of people that buy an MP3 lease and do what you just said, but they, but it's my beat and I have the YouTube yeah. video up, and then they fucking track, every, they click all the fucking <laughs> boxes, but obviously yeah, you fucking made the beat and shit, so it's fine, but. <laughs> yeah i've ran i've ran into that issue too <laughs> oh yeah i remember i saw that video yeah, yeah i saw that yeah. video yeah it was funny luckily that was the only time that that's happened but and it wasn't like that big of a deal you know what i mean yeah. but it wasn't on a large scale but, but yeah, yeah so pat ryan official underscore pat ryan on on instagram and twitter if you guys want to follow me and interested in in what i do so but yeah thank you so much for like bringing me on the podcast it was Let's awesome Let's get it, bro. Thanks yeah. for coming through. Definitely. All right. That's it. I hope you really like this one. I really like doing this one. And um, yeah, we're moving. We're doing it. That was a really good podcast. I hope to have like guests back on this podcast too. I don't think this podcast is just going to be like a straight up tell the background of your story and that's it. Move on to the next person. I would like to have people come back onto the podcast later on. Like as I get going, I'm only 12. Was this 12 episodes in? I'm only getting started here. Um, but yeah, I think Pat was a really good one to have on here. And a lot of these podcasts have been really good so far. And um, yeah, that's it. So I'm really trying to push for guests on here. You guys don't see, I don't really talk about it, but I've been really trying to push to have bigger and better guests on here um, pretty much every single week. I'm DMing people, e sending emails, and just trying to have influential people that don't necessarily have the platform that I have, honestly, that you guys will probably all know and have great stories to tell. And yeah, it's lit. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be putting out another one of these next Wednesday. Don't have a guest yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> but yeah, either way, there will be one going out next Wednesday. So 
yeah make sure you're staying in touch with the vlog series on youtube every other day we're posting crazy videos i'm posting another crazy video right now if you can hear the fans on my macbook turning because the video is rendering so that's it thanks for listening i'll see you guys hear from me in the next one peace out Yo, Kyle, this is